0: Virtual boy uh being the the only uh type of VR I have ever experienced. And uh let me tell you, I, I think that's where uh, that's that's where VR peaked. Too much energy. Hooray! You're Silverbolt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: said, These upgrades come with a warranty.
0: Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Beast Wars once and for all. Ah! Uh, Titor, what have you done? I am giving this episode
1: no energon. What yeah. are you, a quintesson? This is no energon. Fuck it. I I can't. Sigma sh- balls, Gary. <laughs> huh? uh, oh, no. Not that. Of Too Much Energon, episode 77. Thank you for joining us. This is the podcast where two 90s kids talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I am one of your hosts, Neo Cal.
0: And I'm Blue. Daba D, Daba die Daba D, Daba Daba D, Daba die uh, You have also- to say the
1: whole thing when addressing him, too.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You have you have to say the correct number of uh uh Dab-a-D's and Dabba dies and uh Dotes and Dozy-Dotes and uh Mary and her little lambs and all of that. Anyway, uh yeah, I'm uh <laughs> may or may not be known as uh Christopher or and or may or may not be known as the Siege.
1: The artist formerly known as Siege.
0: The artist formerly known as uh, Grimsicle, which was well, my us- which was my username on uh, a lot of things for many many years. Uh, I actually I only it was my Xbox uh, gamer tag for uh, well over a decade. I only changed it uh, fairly recently. I had had right. it I had had it so long, and normally it costs uh, ten dollars to change your Xbox gamer tag, but I I I had never changed it and. Apparently when they introduce the system to change your gamer tag, you get one freebie where they don't charge you ten dollars. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. You get one freebie. Uh, and because I had had that gamer tag for so long, I had never actually used that freebie. So last year, when I decided to change it, I changed it to lasercomb, by the way. When I decided to change it, uh, it didn't cost me anything. I was like, oh, and I went into it expecting to pay. But then I'm like, oh, right. Like everyone, like each account, like gets one like free change. And I never used mine. It
1: wasn't a timed thing then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently not.
1: Um, Oh, cool. It means I can change mine.
0: I think mine's Calhalla. uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still have you as a friend on there, even though you haven't signed in in, well, probably a decade. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'll have you know that i sometimes get game pass now and again well game pass for pc ah uh, yes well
0: we should uh uh try and uh, try our hand at uh halo infinite sometime since it even without game pass the multiplayer is free to play that's true
1: yeah i've never uh played any of the halo games but um i'm i'm sure i'll, I'll do just fine Probably I, uh, that, that was the
0: only multiplayer shooter that I ever got into back in the day. It was never into call of duty. I kind of liked, I, I went through a phase where I was into battlefield a little bit. Like it was literally, it was literally one summer where I played, uh, it was summer 2009 where they, they came out with the digital only, uh, battlefield game battlefield 1943, which was like a remake of 1942, but it only had three maps on it.
1: I remember that. Wow. Like yeah. nobody played that one.
0: Uh, People still play it on the Xbox. I actually I fired it up like maybe a year ago, and I'm like, "Huh, the servers are still going, and people are still playing it." I'm like, "Cool." Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So it was summer 2009 when that came out, and the game was only like 10 bucks back in the day. Um, it was summer 2009, and I got super into playing that. Um, oh, I pl- l- literally just I for played a it summer. too. Actually, yeah, yeah. I just it was remember good.
1: Wake Island.
0: Yeah, yeah, Wake Island. Yeah. <laughs> um uh that game was that that game was a lot of fun too because like people would like just fight each other like over who got to like take off in the planes but like no one where
1: you would destroy it and someone else took it
0: I, I, yeah and uh, no one like no one knew how to fucking fly the planes in that game properly because it was so hard but I eventually the like
1: as old as time
0: I eventually like got pretty good at flying planes in that game uh, so I would always get really mad whenever like someone would like melee me or something like out of the way so they could steal a plane that I was trying to get into and then they would take off and immediately crash There was actually there was
1: a penny arcade comic uh, about that too. Of course, there is. Uh, Right, that that's such an ongoing meme, and the only way you get better is by doing what that guy did, like try and actually fly it. Yeah, Um, right. The best way to when whenever I would play, I would like switch between controller and keyboard. Oh, really? Yeah. So whenever I would jump in like a plane, um, I would switch to. To controller how did how did you use a keyboard um, i think i had played did you play it on just PS like 3? a usb yeah oh and okay you could use you could just use usb keyboards with it right
0: right oh right yeah yeah i remember that now um you couldn't with know. The, i don't i don't think you can with the 360 version but you can with um uh the uh the the ps3 version the, PS3 yeah, I
1: remember I I played some games with the freaking mouse and keyboard.
0: <laughs> I I remember I actually I had um well I had until they patched it out I actually had uh Linux installed on my PS3 for a long time. Uh so I would have it hooked up to my obviously hooked up to my TV but I had a like wired like keyboard and mouse like coming out of the two USB ports on the front and I would just use it as a computer on my TV Hell sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Now you're hacking it. It's the only yeah. way to play Army of Two. <laughs> um, but uh, but but
0: yeah. Uh, anyway, so other other than that game, I I was uh, I've always been into to Halo multiplayer. Been into Halo multiplayer since the the two thousands. Um, and when I first started when the uh, multiplayer for Halo Infinite came out, I and I first started playing. I was like I was. I was like, "Oh man, I'm doing so bad. Like I'm just doing so terrible. I'm like getting like the, like they the other teams like wiping the floor with me." Uh after playing for like, you know, like hour and a half maybe, uh it all started coming back to me and I went from being the worst player on my team for the first like couple of hours to being literally the best player on both like for both teams cuz I I always play team slayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, to being literally the top player in the entire match. <laughs> it's so not... coming back to me, baby. Well, exactly. And I'm not trying to say like, I'm like, I like this Matt, like Uber Halo player or anything like that, but it's just like, like all, like all of that skill from uh, playing Halo multiplayer for like literal decades at this point. That first one came out in uh, 2001. Um, I think I first played the online multiplayer in Halo two in like 2006 or something. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all, all of that, uh, like all of that, like just learned skill over the years, uh, just quickly started coming back to me. And it's kind of a testament to like the multiplayer of that game. Like in a way, like it's, it it feels modern, but it also still feels like Halo to the point that it's the same. Yeah, it feels modern. I can, modern, do, but I it can still do that, that with like, like
1: any Battlefield or any Call of Duty game, right? I can like COD kid back straight back into it. <laughs> they all have different like feels to it. Yeah, the Call of Duty is very floaty and very jumpy and like twitchy, and it's a very different uh feel to battlefield yeah yeah and like halo like halo is very hey halo's a lot more environmental and uh halo's a lot more methodical too like it's not just about like there's more method to it it's not just about who's faster yeah yeah
0: Yeah, having the quickest reflexes because it's like you have like energy shields to contend with and you have like armor ability. in more recent games you have like armor abilities and stuff like that um that you can't just uh it, it's not just about like oh who can hit the hit the right trigger first and like one
1: shot kill the other guy it's about who can um <clears throat> who can 360 uh no scope each other with the 50 caliber as fast as possible yeah, right that's when i started Cond right. has always been that like you watch the kill cam and like somebody jumped off of a building, spun around three times, and like quick scoped you with a 50 cal, and you're like, I'm I'm not even mad.
0: <laughs> I'm not even mad. I I'm impressed. That's amazing. Yeah, the
1: weirdest like flexes. And that was also at the beginning of a lot of people capturing their gameplay and like Uploading it onto YouTube and man, Call of Duty, like, like quick scoping montages and like knife throwing montages were the shit back in the day,
0: man. Yeah, back back in the day uh, before game consoles just had like streaming capabilities built into them and you had to actually like
1: go out and buy a capture card (laughs) and shit like that. A capture card and all, man. Yeah, not for... And now you just like,
0: now you just hit the share button on your uh, uh, PlayStation controller. I'm pretty sure I
1: can like attach Twitch to the PlayStation and like stream through that. Yeah, you can. They did it on the PS4, so should yeah. be able to do it with the PS5.
0: Yeah, you can do it on the the Xbox as well. Xbox had their own uh, streaming platform for a while called Mixer that uh, crashed and burned because that's no right, one used and it. they
1: and they um. Excuse me. They um, they stole uh, Ninja from Twitch. Right. <laughs> Hired Ninja. <laughs> I For bar- uh, exclusive exclusivity.
0: Yeah. I, I barely know who that is outside of just reading about that deal because they paid him like a million dollars or something like that to leave Twitch. Oh, it was more than that. Um, how
1: how much I, was that?
0: I went uh, I went on a date years ago with this woman um she she was a bit older than me i think i was oh how, fuck how old was i i was maybe 31 or 32 i went on this date with this woman who i think was like 45 or 46 Oh, oh 30 million uh but i yeah so i went on this date with uh this woman who was like 10 or 15 years older than i was um and uh it was the the day was perfectly fine but what was interesting was like she apparently was a uh uh a mixer partner like she had a like (laughs) she she had a cooking show or something that she she would like cook in a bikini or something like that um this is what she was telling me i never i never actually like checked checked out her stream or anything like that but the platform
1: for serious gamers
0: uh yeah uh, yeah she had this cooking show where she would like cook in a bikini or something like that on mixer and she was actually like a like paid like mixer uh she was actually like paid by microsoft to do this show amazing yeah well only ever went on the one date with her ever ever have the like go on uh the ever go on dates where it's like Everything seems like it's going perfectly fine, and then you just don't hear from them again. Have no. that happen?
1: <laughs> no, I have not.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I've had that happen a couple of times. Maybe I am just clueless, but I don't know. And she even said she was like, "Yeah, let's do this. Uh, uh, let's do this again sometime. Maybe we'll like uh, like uh, go out like next weekend or something." And I am like, "Oh, okay, cool. All right, sweet." Um, and then we parted ways and then uh, I texted her a few days later and never heard back. And I was like, Oh, uh, okay. All right. I have,
1: then. A, I have a theory that this is just old boomer cow talking. Uh, I have a theory that uh, a lot of people on dating services. Now it's a lot different than like plenty of fish or match or, other online dating things because it's so quick especially for women to um to match um or dudes on grinder because they're all after the same thing um
0: pretty much yeah
1: yeah and um they have like a floating pool of like potential people that they might want to date or see exclusively or like whatever. And then as soon as somebody that they're kind of interested in or have been dating is like, Hey, want to be like, like partners, then they just kind of like close shop for Mm -hmm. everyone else that they had gone on a date with or were interested in or, or whatever. Um, Because uh, reading between the lines, but also watching some things on YouTube explaining it, there's kind of this, (sighs) The, the dating scene now is like full of like 98% of people are like non-committal. Yeah. I... Just go back on Tinder and find someone else. Right. Yeah. And um, so as a result, it's kind of like people are like dating like way more than they they're used to. And they're talking to each other less before the dates. Whereas yeah, it I, used to be a thing where you would talk to somebody a couple weeks or eat through emails on Plenty of Fish or right, <laughs> over right. Messenger or like whatever, right? Um, MSN, <laughs> Messenger. Um, and get to know ICQ. each other before. AOL. <laughs> wow, we're, we're going back, people. Um, before actually meeting them in like person. And yeah, I feel yeah. like I kind of don't like this person. Like you figure something out in the two weeks and now it's kind of like, hey, it's a match just based on your picture. You can talk for a little bit. But the way that the dating scene is, is you got to get your foot in the door as soon as possible. Yeah. There's uh, 10 other guys waiting to get their foot in the door as soon as possible. So you meet really quickly.
0: Yeah, call me old-fashioned, but, like, I still like to do the whole, like, hey, let's, like, chat, like, let's text and whatnot for, like, a week, a week or two beforehand, kind of get to know each other, like, kind of feel each other out, figure out if we have, like, things to talk about, like, that sort of thing. And uh, I would I would always be, like, kind of taken aback when, uh, like, we would exchange, like you know, like a half dozen, like short messages with each other. And then the person would be like, uh, uh, like, okay, let's go for drinks, uh, uh, tomorrow. And I'm like, uh, uh, how about we, uh, we, we hold off a a little bit and, uh, keep, keep talking. And they're like, they're like, uh, sometimes they're like, Oh, okay. And other, other times I've been told like, uh, uh no, I don't want to waste time. Like, let's just meet or and
1: it's that wasting time thing I keep he- hearing about. And it's like, what do you mean? Like waste time. And it's the very like quick-paced like dating suit. like what waste time? Like what every like week that you're like single, you <laughs> you age prematurely? Like what? <laughs> right. And it-, it is like very fast-paced, and you get a lot of like younger people and people like even our age, like lamenting about like how hard dating is and uh, standing out and um, like meeting somebody that's like, so guys, they don't find girls today and girls complain about not finding any good like men. And that's a tale as old as time. But but, uh, that seems to be the case like, a lot lately and it's like well maybe talk to people for a couple weeks to figure out if they're like decent and it's okay if you talk to like multiple people but like like yeah people just want to bang they're not going to stick around after they got it and that's not like slot shaming or any of like that stuff like some people um are forward with what they they want right and i think there's a reversi going on here and that a lot of people think that it's normal to have a physical or a sexual relationship very early. And then if things work out, a relationship like forms. Right. And I think that can muck things up because, uh, call me old fashioned as well. Um, But I think that if you date someone, get to know them, and it doesn't matter at what pace, but if you, like the person's personality and everything first and then that leads into being attracted to their personality their sense of humor blah 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 and then it becomes like physical I think that paves an easier road to be all like oh like this person I can date but it's like weird when somebody's like a friend with benefits for like a month and you don't know their last name you don't think they're funny you don't really like them and that's it's like why are you hanging out with this this person so yeah i definitely feel my 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 ancient boomer age whenever i talk about this stuff because it's like uh, there's a lot of pressure to to meet like you said it's just like okay so you want to meet and it's like we've exchanged eight messages lady
0: yeah well and see like the i to me it seems like a bit of a logical fallacy because like when they're like oh uh you know i don't want to waste time let's just meet now and it's like but if we you know chat with each other for like a week or two beforehand and get a sense of like whether we can actually like carry a conversation with one another and then then go on a date there's much less chance that it's going to end up being a shitty date
1: and then you're not wasting And
0: and then you're not wasting time. But if you just like exchange like uh, a half dozen messages with someone and they're like, okay, uh, let's go for coffee right now. And you're like, and it's like, there's, you have a much greater chance of waste of ending up on a shitty date and thus wasting your time. I don't know. More time and more money. Yeah. Yeah. It's to me, it doesn't make any sense, but. uh, And it it is
1: different, isn't it? Yeah. Then like when, like early, like in the two thousands internet dating. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, and I'm I'm not saying it in like a mocking way or like oh a back in my way day or like whatever, but <laughs> I I think it's it's like difficult and I think it teaches a lot of like young people, um, like toxic ways of viewing how our relationship should start. I don't know. This isn't the podcast for that. We talk about beast machines. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, the, the topic got a little uh, a little, a little t- heavy, a little, a little psychological,
0: a little, a little too serious for the yeah. tone of this podcast. We'll,
1: we'll put that on Patreon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, uh, no, it's it's in the episode now. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I should have mentioned, though, that the reason why that I, I started off the episode being like, I am blue. Dabba Dee, Dabba Die, Dabba Dee, Die well, yeah. <laughs> um, is because I dyed my hair blue. <laughs> today
1: <laughs> you know what's funny when you we were making that joke i was going to say oh and audio listeners it's because his hair is blue yeah and then yeah. nope we just went on like several tangents
0: yeah as we do uh but speaking of tangents though uh this is as cal mentioned this is episode 77 of too much Energy on, and this week we are talking about the 21st episode of beast machines overall spark war part two, the search originally aired on September 30th, 2000. Mm -hmm. We're we're only one way, one week away from getting to my episode of beast machines. Oh, that's right. Spark war part three, the search baby. I'm I'm ready for it.
1: Anyways, part three, the siege
0: part three is the siege uh anyway so uh episode opens (laughs) with a bunch of vehicon drones mobilizing and shit like they're fucking everywhere they're all over planet megatron now Mm -hmm. uh megatron would he wait it it seems like when he made these two vehicon generals like he it also some like increased like mass production of the the drones that look just like them Uh, that's one thing i'm gonna say I don't think i've pointed this out before but one thing i'm going to say about the Viacon drones uh i wish they didn't necessarily look exactly like the generals that lead them like i Why? wish they I, I wish there was like i wish they looked different do you know what's good
1: tactics mixing the different vehicles which we yeah. never freaking see like the way you get them isn't by just attacking them with motorcycle Vicons. Yeah. or just attacking them with helicopter ones maybe use some freaking tactics and mix some tanks with helicopters right but, but they don't but, they but no, that's they often do their own like little armies and it's like and like you said why do they why do they need to look like the, the general commanding them
0: yeah come up with an original like you can have all of the same drones look alike like that's fine they're drones but make the generals look different. Make the yeah, generals I mean, stand out
1: because then they're not special. Yeah, they're supposed to be. Yeah, like sometimes when there's a battle going on, I can barely tell which motorcycle waspinator is. <laughs> well,
0: and indeed, later on in this episode, um, uh, we'll get there. But there, there's a moment with uh, uh, Stryka where I legit just thought it was one of her like
1: APC drones. I know <laughs> exactly what scene you're talking about. Yeah. And- I was I legitimately just thought it was a, a tank thing yeah yeah
0: and then and then she spoke and I'm like oh that's strike oh, okay
1: <laughs> and then I'm like why is it just her
0: yeah why w- where's the rest of her her
1: entourage <laughs> I'll handle this alone and it's like well, I thought you were a general <laughs> what yeah whatever so w- what's what's the gist of um, this one here they're looking for sparks
0: yeah, they're they're off looking for the the max so the uh maximals are like trying to sneak around through this uh, uh through this like vast amount of uh Vehicon drones that are just all over the place. And uh yeah, the the maximals are looking for the sparks, uh, and Black Arachnea laments that, oh man, it really, I really wish, uh, we could, uh, we could go into robot mode without being detected. And then Rattrap is like, gives this like very, like, cheesy, like, um, infomercial salesman spiel about, well, act now, today's your lucky day.
1: And that's, uh, when he's selling the little tech devices that he invented, um, which are supposed to, Man, maybe I wasn't paying attention. They're supposed to mask their they're, 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 robot. Su- yeah,
0: form. they're supposed they're they're supposed to make them uh undetectable to the vehicles in robot form. But so I already have a problem with this because they transform into robot form, which should make them immediately detectable and then turn these
1: doohickeys on. I immediately noticed that and I'm like. Guys, I'm, like,
0: well, <laughs> I'm like, turn these things on and then transform, you fucking idiots!
1: <laughs> like, come turn on, turn now. your PlayStation off before you unplug it from its power source, you fucking maniac!
0: <laughs> and uh, make sure you don't leave a disc in the machine too.
1: Also, while we're on the sub, yeah, <laughs> uh, while we're on the subject of, um, like nitpicking them they very quickly, as they split up and go on their adventure, they very quickly decide that they don't work. Yeah. But they were spotted by eye and surveillance camera, not by energy signature. Right. So they do work, but they all go, oh, man, these things are useless, and rip them off and throw them on the ground. And I'm like, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, rat trap." You stupid idiot, your invention doesn't even work. How dare you put like time and effort into trying to help, bitch. And, (laughs) And but the thing is, like they're just spotted like by drones, just like they're not being stealthy. The maximals just run down the fucking middle of the road. Yeah. Most of the time. So I think they do work in this episode. Everybody just like. Takes it off and throws it on the ground, assuming that it didn't. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, what happens here? They split up and re- to go and look for the different places where the sparks might be, because Primal had uh, like a vision of some places they might be.
0: Yeah, they they briefly got a um, uh, they so what happened was is uh megatron moved the sparks and when he did that uh they were taken out of their containment units basically uh at their containment units somehow uh shield them from uh gary being being detected be gary being able to sense them with his with his oracle powers um so morpheus uh, vision (laughs) Uh, so so Gary has like a, a a loose idea of where the sparks could be, yeah. And so they they break off into uh, uh, three teams. Like um, what is it? Uh, Rat Trap and Botanica go off together. Um, Gary and Night Scream go off together. And, then, and uh, the other che- three, yeah, Cheetor, Silverbolt, and uh, Black Arachnia all go
1: off together. Immediately, Botanica is like. Um... Can I have a different partner? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to team up with. Also, she is this is this Jade's voice actor. Uh,
0: this no, this is Dot. Remember
1: Dot from Reboot. Oh right, she sounds very Jade-like in the second half of the episode.
0: Yeah, she she did
1: that. Did, uh, did you detect that?
0: She's got that kind of accent going. Well, in last episode, she had a bit of a um, almost a bit of like a a Russian-esque accent or eastern european accent her accent that she has going is kind of all over the place
1: and it almost felt like a little jamaican yeah when she was like um when they're in the vr chamber the or sorry the um hollow deck hollow deck uh room that they uh pleasure palace i i don't know we'll get there when we get there
0: (laughs) yeah hollow chips hollow chips yeah yeah, Rattra, Rattra. They find these hollow chips that you can plug into yourself that are basically like VR headsets.
1: Yeah. Except it kind of just um, you you don't need any gear. You just like stand in front of this wall and it projects things straight into your brain or something.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're robots, right? And these are just yeah. chips that they plug into themselves. So functionally, it's a it's a VR headset
1: but only when you stand against the wall, but only when you one. stand
0: only when you, apparently only when you stand against this one wall in the room, except they, they plug one into a uh, it goes that.
1: towards the wall. Oh, right. To, the, we'll get, when yeah, we, that, when we get that, there, I'll, I'll point it out. It's uh, weird. We're,
0: we're, we're kind of jumping all over the we place. Are. Cause, um, this, um, well, this isn't a great episode.
1: It's not man. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> so they all split uh, up. They go to look for different, um, different places where the sparks might have been relocated. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Viacom Generals show up. Um, but only one of those little side stories. Uh, they all kind of got their own thing. In the group of three, they all bicker. That's the theme about like Silverbolt being like, "I don't trust this kid." And Bucky, oh, yeah. is like, "Hey, yeah, yeah. What's uh, happened?"
0: yeah silverbolt is like uh, uh cuz cheetor is like hey let's okay we're going to go do this and silverbolt's like excuse me but i don't take orders from a child and uh black arachnea is like hey hey man like he cheetor's not a kid anymore like a lot's happened since you've been gone
1: yeah I mean, he's like i'll believe it when i see it wench
0: but also like um, Cheetor's older than than Silverbolt, because, uh, remember Silverbolt was a stasis pod that crashed, he was a protoform that crashed on planet Energon, and Cheetor was already, like, a well-established member of the cast, like, prior to that, and presumably and was, a scientist and he, on, yeah. the, um, uh, on
1: the, um, on the mission. Excellent. On, on the Axelon,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, we joked that he was like a uh, like a college kid on his practicum. Oh, right. <laughs> right.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, on his like science practicum, but yeah. So uh, technically, Cheetor, older than Silverbolt.
1: No, the protoforms have they never. That's I, some...
0: I, it's been. I'm. I've always been kind of nebulous about that. To be honest, it's been kind of nebulous to me. Like, Plus, like...
1: somebody put in stasis in a protoform. Do you Know what I mean? Like, I it never really did it ever explain that in any no, no, it didn't because he's like, kid, and it's like, well, wait a second, Cheeto was around for like 20 episodes before you showed up, buddy. Uh,
0: more than that, more than that, yeah, like, wait, uh, no, way more like than that, 30 episodes,
1: yeah, so it's like, kid, I. Weird conflict that they force in the episode when it doesn't need it. I, right, Beast Machines keeps doing that, and I'm like, no, you, <laughs> you don't need that. Yeah, but um, the what is it? He he ends up like leading them, and they're like, well, what now, leader? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I'm open to suggestions. And Silverbolt's like, some leader, and it's like, fuck, fuck off, dude. <laughs> Yeah. You, and he's even, he's even like as leader of this operation i'm open to suggestions and the other two are like i don't know so it's like shut up or not up dude
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um uh botanica and uh rat trap go to this um uh they go to
1: the citadel right yeah so they got sent to the citadel um, and that's where they find the empty um Shells that yeah. were housing all of the uh, sparks that you yeah. mentioned, yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: uh, Rat Trap's like all upset about that, and uh, Botanica is like, Hey, like at least we know they were, at least we know they were here, so we know uh, Gary's onto something, yeah. Um, and Rat and that's Traps, when like... they
1: get um, attacked by a mysterious APC drone, except it's not. It's actually Striker. <laughs>
0: it's actually Striker, as we'll find out later on.
1: Because, <laughs> because she... she shit talks them before she opens fire. Again, she's supposed to be a general. Yeah. Wouldn't she just shoot them in the back? But instead she's like, hey, Maximals, follow me to my sexy radio voice. And they turn <laughs> around and go, uh, and jump out of the way of the, the attack. Right. Um uh,
0: uh gary and night scream are underground and uh this is actually the only interesting part of the episode in my opinion agreed so they're underground and uh he's like oh uh wow like and they like it's this underground city and night screams like wow this is uh uh uh, uh what it like uh what what's up with this uh this city? like it looks like destroyed. And Gary's like, no, not destroyed. It's just uh abandoned. Um, he's like, welcome to the uh, the autobot uh, capital of Iacon, which I think I remember mentioning um in uh, in an early episode of the pod- earlier episode of the podcast where they they I think they name uh cybertropolis as the capital of cybertron. And this was very early in Beast Machines. And I remember being like, wait, wait, hold on. Iacon was the capital of Cybertron. What are and guys so you trying to pull? <laughs> yeah, and so we're actually addressing it here. So uh, Gary mentions that when the great upgrade happened from uh, Autobot to Maximal, in which, you know, the, their upgrade, it, it resulted in them getting a lot shorter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for why that's
0: why that's a thing uh, yeah. <laughs> i I think it does get explained
1: okay uh, in good. the in the good. upcoming
0: episodes um the the show started to like we we're, we're starting to run out of episodes so the show is actually starting to like fill in some blanks now. yeah um uh, they happen across a like giant green hologram of Optimus prime and, and
1: nightstream's like whoa, who's this old dude? And he's and like, I'm, "Bitch,
0: that's where I get my namesake." <laughs> yeah, basically, but right here though, I'm like, "Really? Like you? You, you used to hang out with Soundwave. The guy I never brought up Optimus Prime. Like, didn't mention him like even pretty once. Big, pr- pretty
1: big, important, pretty big fucking figure in Transformers history. I think it's funny. That's too, like actually. him not knowing who Megatron. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh,
0: I I do think it's funny though. Um, speaking of Soundwave, uh, Chonkwave. <laughs> we um actually I think it's the uh the the battle uh with uh Cheetor Silverbolt and um uh Black Arachnia when they're like fighting their Viacon uh playmates. Yeah. Uh you actually see the like destroyed like body of uh Soundwave. Like he's in, oh, he's in
1: specifically. A, was that him?
0: Yeah, it was. It was totally Soundwave. They used the set that Soundwave model that they've used a couple of times now. And his, they, like, they have, yeah, yeah. You see his like torso and like with like a leg and one arm attached, and you see like oh. another leg like elsewhere. And I was like, huh? They're 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 battling over the the lifeless remains of uh of Soundwave.
1: <laughs> Can't you like gather him up and put him away and? St- because the thing is let's say they liberate everyone i would want to you'd think they'd want to go back to their old bodies you, you would think yeah i mean he was he's been in it for millions of year, years right yeah although he had started
0: to let himself go as we talked about last week so uh hey man maybe, leave the maybe, guy alone he's 4 million years old maybe it's time for his great upgrade <laughs> his upgrade and his great upgrade is like what like another fucking big mac like put the Holy cheeseburger sh- down wow <laughs> how,
1: how dare you okay so for listeners i am not um aligned with christopher siege's views on <laughs> his hot takes especially about soundwave <laughs> soundwave is old dudes allowed to let himself go a little bit who knows how many kids it I have no idea it, can Transformers have kids? I... <laughs> he's retired.
0: Uh, but... <laughs> uh, that that's always been kind of a uh, kind of a uh, a mystery in the fandom as far Let the as the guy aware.
1: enjoy a burger and a beer now and then. Let him enjoy cyber golf. You know, he the it's peacetime. I like, why is he gotta be fit? Like what, it... he, he needs robot abs now. This would be uh, cool.
0: Well, uh what I what I wonder though, like on the subject of uh Transformers reproduction is uh uh how do Transformers bone? Now like now we're finally like asking the, the hard hitting questions here on Too Much Energon. So how 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 would that work? How would
1: boning and reproduction well, work? Well you've seen the movie Avatar, right? <laughs> Uh, once, yes. So it has something to do with putting your hair in someone else's hair. I'm not. I don't really know. It's co- <laughs> It's complicated.
0: I I speculated a while ago on Reddit, and a bunch of people actually liked this uh, uh, this theory of mine. Um, I speculated that uh, a f- uh, family like lineage, and indeed in this scene, uh, Gary Primal uh, says Optimus Prime is his ancestor. It's so a lineage. Mm-hmm. Um. I I suspect that maybe works like basically when sparks uh sparks uh when a transformer dies, the spark goes and rejoins the matrix or it goes to the inferno right. or the pit, which is basically their version of hell. Um I think the matrix takes uh energy and like some like spiritual like component from different sparks and uses that to create a new spark
1: to i I remember you talking about it even even on air yeah that you could have like be made of parts of like two or three or eight sparks yeah yeah
0: so the, the matrix like draws like stuff from like a bunch of different sparks and you puts that all together to create a new spark, to create a new transformer. I, I dig it. So in that sense, you could have like, you know, uh, you can actually have like transformers can have like ancestors and family members. I dig it.
1: Makes you wonder how they would know.
0: Uh, Maybe maybe they have. I I don't know. Maybe just an innate like knowledge that. Yeah. Who their ancestors are. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like known to them in their spark that they are, that they are the, uh, the they know deep of down blah, blah, blah. in their
1: soul who their daddy <laughs> is. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. then it also means that our, uh, their, like what gender they present as. Is uh, like something they choose consciously? Maybe? Maybe. Because I don't know. there are
0: like. Gender is also a weird concept when talking about Transformers.
1: Th- that's what I mean. But there there are like. Like. Uh, like female Transformers that go by like she, her. Yeah. Black Blackarachnia, right? Black Arachnia, right? Um, R- RC, uh, Strika. Um, Freaking Chrome Air Razor, uh Chrome uh Chroma? Chrome Chromia. Chromia, thank you. Uh right? Elite Elita One. Yeah. Right? So if they don't actually bone, that means that
0: maybe they just uh uh when their Spark is created, they uh just know like what gender they identify with
1: more. Or it's a journey. Like I always felt like Soundwave is they because they they're they're very just like neutral and well also, um, uh, it is literally they because they have <laughs> they have a bunch of cassette mini transformers like in them so there, there was a joke that didn't work there folks ne- never mind <laughs> Blaster is definitely a dude though yes and as we've established so is um uh, the Panther guy. Uh, Ravage. Ravage, yeah. Covert agent Ravage. <laughs> Don't know why he sounds <laughs> he has that accent, but he does. Uh, because this is America, damn it. <laughs> yeah. So what what happens here? He's like, All right, enough sightseeing, like let's move on. And um, after that... Primal gives Night Scream the history lesson, yeah. And then uh... The, the hologram, the
0: giant, uh, and this hologram of Optimus Prime is fucking massive. Like it towers into the air. It looks uh, like 20 times as big as Night Scream and Primal. Yeah.
1: Like it's huge.
0: Uh, the thing, like as they're walking away, the hologram actually reaches down and grabs Gary and picks him up. And then like, much to his surprise, <laughs> much to his yeah. surprise. And then like, they've, he fucking like vision quests with him all the while like thrust and his
1: uh cycle bikes show up um and miss like primal's not moving suspended in the air during this like yeah. um mind meld yeah and they're just shooting at night scream and, yeah. and missing and i'm like okay thrust you guys suck you're either purposely missing now and you're purposely trying to cause waspinator's not really evil <laughs> right, um, as we've established on Beast Wars, you know he's ju- he's just there for the paycheck. Yeah, the benefits, um, <laughs> the friends with benefits.
0: But Waspinator have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Her and Waspinator have no benefits package. Right. um uh, but but yeah, so uh, immediately on this vision, right away, I saw where this was going. I'm like, this is definitely like fucking Megatron behind this. I I didn't believe for a second that this was like the like core consciousness of Optimus Prime suddenly showing up to talk to Gary.
1: In in a giant like like cyberpunk advertisement, a,
0: a giant green hologram that was like the same exact same color as the like mega head floating hologram thing oh, i never
1: caught that yeah 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 but the gist of it is is in this cyberspace primal is like Oo-ah? and he, there's a soundbite where he goes what <laughs> or, or something and it, it reminded me of the Oo-ah.
0: well and uh uh, so Optimus Prime is also voiced by Gary Chalk in this scene, but Gary Chalk is giving a weird performance. This is another reason why I thought this was kind of sus. Like he was giving him basically his like Optimus Primal voice, but he had a very slight accent.
1: Like I he had that. Too, he right?
0: had a tad of a Megatron, like the accent that Megatron puts on.
1: Kudos to the to Gary Chalk. Yeah, yeah, right because. He's he's trying to do a voice that is Megatron trying to do Primal's voice, and I, I think he does yeah. it.
0: Yeah, it, it took me a second to to figure to figure out why he was doing that too. Because I'm like I'm like, what the hell? Like op- like he has this very like slight, almost like posh accent. But but he's also trying to sound like Optimus Prime. It, it it's weird. And then I'm like I'm like because it's Megatron,
1: right? Um, and then he starts laughing.
0: So so what he tells uh, uh, Gary is that uh, uh, Gary still has because Gary is like um, like oh I can't find the sparks because I haven't been able to interface with the the Oracle and uh, uh, Mega Prime tells him that oh i am a fragment of your ancestor Uh, i i am like the a fragment of the a representation of like the core consciousness of your ancestor the great optimus prime and uh uh you don't need to uh worry about uh trying to like connect to the oracle because the oracle is inside you man it's in you
1: and i'm like didn't we already establish this yeah and and then primal is like of course oh I believe I can fly (laughs) and by him believing in himself (laughs) by primal believing in himself that makes Megatron is pretending to be um, right right Optimus Prime Um, by making primal believe in himself and channel the Oracle he's able to extract the programming that the Oracle gave Primal from Primal, right? Uh,
0: So the last time that, uh, uh, that a few episodes ago when uh, uh, Gary and Cheetor were suspended inside Megahead and Megahead was scanning them, Megahead took most of the, like copied, not took, but he copied most of the Oracle uh from uh gary primal's data tracks uh and he goes on this big Mm -hmm. like spiel about how he's like spent all this time like analyzing it and going over it but it's like and he's got it mostly figured out but like the last little bit of it is like super encrypted and so
1: he only completed the hack to 98 percent
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and so now by interfacing with Gary again, he's able to like get the rest of the decryption to completely like crack the code of the Oracle and set forth his plan for the sparks. So that's another thing. That, that's another thing is now megatron seems to have a plan for the sparks it wasn't that he was just and i think we had talked about this it's like okay so if he was just trying to eradicate eradicate all individual uh life on cybertron why did he keep the sparks why didn't he just destroy them but now it seems like now actually, we're
1: starting to find out what his motivation
0: is he he has some kind of plan for the and
1: Sparks. and up, up to up to this point he's always been like no like unwilling to destroy primal and it's because he needed the oracle program from him so so, so like a lot I of like
0: a lot of the <laughs> plot threads uh in uh this show are actually starting to come together i'll
1: i'll give it give it that and remember how we were always like oh, he, he wants to keep Primal around, you know, he's just his buddy, he doesn't want to destroy him. No, he, no. he just wanted this infirm- <laughs> this info.
0: Yeah, he just wanted the rest of the uh, d- uh, decryption uh, for the Oracle, so he could... Because when uh, he
1: gets it, he's like, "Ah, oh, I have no more use for you, Primal, goodbye. So, it's not a bromance, like, respect thing. It's, uh, he just needed the Oracle data. Right.
0: And so uh the we we cut back to um uh botan I'm gonna this scene is stupid, so I'm gonna like blow through it.
1: Um basically cut- he finds some VR porn. He finds some VR porn, but botan- Botanic is like, really, dude? And he starts like filling his pockets and he's like, Oh man, oh there's this pleasure palace like in India. Oh, you like spicy food. Oh, oh you you got some like uh you know South Cybertronian like girls. <laughs> and he's basically just like Getting filling his like pockets like full of like these VR porn chips, and she's like, "Dude, we gotta go." <laughs> yeah, uh, but he, and there's he, a really he, cringe scene where he pl- jacks himself in. Yeah, not listening to Botanica, and Striker finds them.
0: Yeah, Striker finds them, and this was a scene I was talking about earlier where I didn't realize that it was Striker. I just thought Neither, it was a. I just thought it was one I, of her <laughs> drones. But I just then, thought it was
1: a random drone throwing. It's a bad scene because she doesn't say anything and she doesn't mix up her attacks, she just keeps throwing bombs and Botanic is using a metal plate, I guess that's bomb proof, to block them (laughs) for like 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> uh, when Rat Trap finally comes out of his like VR porn thing, which is basically it, it, weird, it's just like a flying above like a cityscape or something on Cybertron. It's yeah. actually it's pretty underwhelming but from a different time, yeah, from a different time, but it's pretty underwhelming. Uh, um, it is so he finally comes out of it and uh says to Botanica something along the lines of like, uh, uh, man, we uh whatever you do say save, save the uh the vr porn chips and she's Please, like oh. for the love of god i have so little to live for and she's like oh for christ's sake we have more important things to worry about but he actually does it for he wants them for a reason because he like plugs he plugs some of them into striker to keep her busy
1: i and don't understand this, how that works and this, how does that distract her
0: and at this point uh uh we know now that it's Striker because she has started shit talking at this point in the scene. Yeah, um, and she stops
1: and she's oh because she's going to kill Botanica before yeah. um Rat Trap Jax are into the yeah, the program, yeah. And
0: Rat Tra- Rat Trap is all like uh, satisfied with himself. He's like
1: eh, look what I did. And it's okay, ta- you don't need to tell anyone else. You just uh You can, but you can be impressed. Yeah. And she kind of grabs him by the botanica, grabs Rat Trap by the scruff of it. I like this scene's cute. A weird, creepy tentacle plant, like carrying Rat Trap like a kitten. Yeah. By (laughs) the the back of of his neck, neck. dragging him on the ground. And he's like, go on, go on. You can thank me and my genius later.
0: But, but she, she mentions that, like, oh, well, this isn't going to hold, this isn't going to distract Stryka for very long and i'm like fucking kill the bitch you have her like distracted in this like Slit vr her world
1: goddamn transformer throat
0: uh, yeah <laughs> fucking fucking kill the bitch like just this is your chance to take her out to take out a uh uh a, a general yeah i know they're they're maximal that that wouldn't be a very maximal thing to do but
1: i don't understand how it's distracting her at all does it suddenly make you completely forget that you are just fighting somebody? I uh, like for I instance, guess. if you were in the middle of a fight and the other guy had a knife, like he is going to fucking kill you, right? And it's serious yeah. business, and your adrenaline's going, and you're fearing for your life, and you uh, running isn't an option. And I came up behind you and slammed a VR headset on your f- head. You wouldn't immediately go, "Ooh, Beat Saber," and completely <laughs> forget the outside world.
0: I, I, w- right. I, I would maybe if it was Fruit Ninja.
1: Oh, is there a VR Fruit Ninja? There uh, should uh, be. <laughs> uh, that, I, there there must be. I'm sure there is. There must be. That sounds so much more fun than, than Beat Saber. Just um, give yourself like a katana and just go nuts. <laughs> I've heard Beat Saber is pretty good, but
0: I've never, I, I've never I actually... I, I've never used VR.
1: I've never used a VR headset. Yeah. Um... Uh, my partner has the Oculus Quest 2. Um, one thing that I always wondered about VR and was hesitant about was um, how quick the controls would be, re- how responsive it would be. And right. we're there. We're there, man. And it's mm. like almost like like perfectly synced.
0: Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not convinced that it's going to be because like V like modern, like the uh, our modern uh, VR technology has been around for like a decade at this point. And it hasn't really like gained the
1: um, kind well, of main... wireless now. Like it's it's my, there's a lot of gains to be made, gains being made in the VR front. But it, it hasn't achieved the
0: like mainstream success that uh that 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 they want it to, and I don't think it ever will. I think it's always gonna be a niche product.
1: That's I think fair. it's always and I think every it's every 20 be, years VR is cool again. <laughs> again. I
0: think it's always gonna be a niche product until you can get rid of the headset. You think so? Uh, yeah. I, I it'll be a niche product until it becomes like literally, like, fucking holodeck shit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And, like, they'll get there eventually. Probably not in our lifetimes, but they'll get there.
1: I feel like it's being successful for the first time in, like, 40 years. And that there's enough... Hey, now. Hey, now. Are, are you saying the Virtual Boy wasn't successful? success? fucking knew you were going to bring up that red and black, like... <laughs> Eyeball like destroying monstrosity. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring up Virtual Boy, and it's like five games. Yeah, um, Mario uh, Tennis on the Virtua Virtual Boy. What was it a tennis game? What, what did I play? It was a tennis game. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the OG Mario Tennis. Yeah. You know, Uh, just don't blink and strain your eyes and then you pull your eyes away 90 seconds later and they're bloodshot and you're like, that was (laughs) great.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, speaking of great or not great, uh, uh, this this, this episode's pretty much wrapped up at this point.
1: um, Noble shows up as a deus ex machina. Oh yeah, uh, Noble. uh, uh, He shows up and then immediately fucks off. I'm...
0: Yeah, noble comes out of nowhere and saves distracts some psych destroys some cycle drones who were like uh hot on the tail of night scream and uh, i was like oh oh there we go because i was starting to wonder uh the other day i'm like has the whole noble and savage thing like has that been resolved
1: yet i is he out there uh, yeah what's it yeah like cause... for him to ha- be free and not yeah. have memories and yeah, then he cause... shows up as a chonk dragon, yeah, shoots some some thrust bots, <laughs> yeah, uh changes into a werewolf and then chases them down, but then they just leave. Yeah. They don't try to talk to him, they don't I so he's in it for like 15 seconds, and I'm like, why?
0: <laughs> but it's... uh like wow. I said, I had been wondering if all of that had been resolved because uh, I couldn't remember, and uh, apparently not. So hopefully we nope. get some resolution to that story at Definitely some point. Definitely will.
1: We'll get resolution for everything.
0: Uh, no, I honestly I think we will because the uh, the this, this show is already like start as I was mentioning is starting to actually like
1: uh, uh, tie up loose ends and
0: I've actually... noticed
1: that this whole thing is kind of like written to tell larger stories and wrap things up rather than, you know, um with beast wars with like getting um like freelance writers for. Yeah, yeah. Different different episodes. So I'm I look forward to for things to be wrapped up.
0: Yeah. Um speaking of wrapping things up, uh the episode ends with um uh with oh, with the Gary. reveal yeah, the the reveal that uh so Megatron thought that he had pulled the wool over Gary's eyes. But it turns uh-huh, out
1: I tricked you, Gary.
0: But it turns out that uh Gary uh uh double dog dared and uh uh triple sow cowed and uh quadruple axled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> quadruple axled. <laughs> that that's Transformers on ice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it runs itself. I uh, I give your deception a nine point six primal. Yes, you got me. So what's what's the the thing? He's like, while he was while he was copying the data of the oracle from my mind, I was grabbing hit things from his mind, and I know where all the sparks are stored. But we have to act fast, like real fast.
0: Black Arachne is like, wait, you you did what? And Gary's like, yeah, I know, I know, I gave him the the Oracle. It was fucking stupid, but I, uh, damn it, I needed to find out where those sparks were. So desperate times, desperate measures. And they're
1: like, well, where are they? Where are they?
0: And the camera like pans over to fucking Megahead in the sky, and I'm like, where the fuck else would they be?
1: Thank you. I oh, okay. I was like, where? Oh, no, they were moved. I wonder what place could be more secure than the Citadel. Maybe inside of my giant head. <laughs> yeah. Of course they're in there. So this ex- if they had just guessed, they would have been right. Yeah. But instead, he gave up something potentially disastrous information to find out where they were. And I'm like, time was on your side, Maximals. And now yeah. it's not
0: yeah because megatron wouldn't have been able to whatever his plan is for the sparks uh he needed the the rest of the the oracles uh decryption in order to put it into effect
1: so time was on the maximal side they had time to look so why did they act like they were running they weren't running out of time whereas um mega um megatron was moving Megahead was moving them because he realized they were looking for them, and he was running out of time. Right, and so like Pri- I think Primal was bullshitting mm. when he was like, <laughs> "Oh, I- actually, I I purposely let him do that because I wanted to find out where the sparks were." Fuck no! Because now all the c- all the cards, so- sorry, half of the cards were in the Maximals' hands, yeah. and now all the cards are in Megahead's head. <laughs> Like they they have no cards to play, yeah. So uh, why are they acting like they they do? I <laughs> weird. Okay, Primal, whatever you say. Uh, be
0: be because Megatron may have a legitimate version of Cards Against Humanity, but we have a uh, we have printed out cards from the internet that are just as good. We
1: have crabs adjust humidity. Ah yes, there we go. <laughs> real game, a <laughs> yeah, real game. Yeah, yeah, it's basically just cards against humanity. <laughs> it was weirdly funnier. It was, yeah. It um, was funny. It was funnier. The first time and I, it was I found less... out that existed, I played with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We played it at the uh, board game cafe in uh, Victoria. Yeah, um, yeah. It was funnier. It and it was less uh, mean spirited. That's than...
1: that's what I found too. Less just poopy penis jokes yeah too to. yeah a funnier less i know what you mean by like mean mean spirited yeah yeah uh anyway edgy, which just comes across as cringy when you're in your 30s edgy isn't cool anymore when you're, when no, you're not, out no, of your not 20s really.
0: and uh apparently it came out a little while ago that uh apparently the uh work environment at uh uh, the Cards Against Humanity people is quite toxic, and I think someone involved in uh, uh, high up there got like me too and I'm like none of that surprises me
1: <laughs> who would have thought
0: who would have thought, <laughs> anyway, that's the that's the end of the episode um, uh, to be continued, I guess yeah, Next, I next guess week. we'll
1: find out on part three, of the ne- Siege
0: next week, uh, Siege is going to Megahead, folks <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, that was, uh, the 21st episode of, uh, Beast Machines, uh, Spark War, part two, the search, uh, here on too much energon. We have a rating system. It, uh, ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon. It's basically bad. Okay. Good Cal. Uh, what are you? What are you giving this episode of
1: Beast Machines? I give this episode of Beast Machines not enough energon. No. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> um, it's just the the only interesting thing is dumb. Like you said, you immediately saw through it. Yeah. I didn't see through it, but. It would be more interesting if it actually was just like a digital kind of like, but I guess that wouldn't make sense. I don't know that rat trap hoarding porn was weird. Um, I... Like you said, it's starting to wrap things up, which is nice, but the episode's not good. <laughs> No, it's it's not.
0: Uh, I'm also I, I'm giving this a not enough energy on um the stuff with Silverbolt and she being like, I'm not following you, oh. you fucking child. I'm like that that was like really uh,
1: that felt really forced. Um and I understand this version of Silverbolt uh, is is edgy. Fuck off, dude. You were yeah. never rude to Cheetor back on Beast Wars.
0: Well, I mean, he's changed, but like, I, I don't get why why he suddenly, because like he's been a part of the team for several episodes now. I don't get why he suddenly is like, oh, I'm not listening to a child. And it's like, you've been on this guy's team for like, what, like four episodes now at this point? What, what's I guess up, that's man? the
1: Jet Storm rubbing off.
0: Maybe. Because Jet Storm hated, I don't storm know. Hated, uh, I don't, um oh, <laughs> on the upside uh night scream wasn't really insufferable again for the second week in a row so that that's a win. uh the only thing I liked about the episode was I liked uh uh getting to visit Icon and getting a little bit of uh getting a little bit of connection to uh, as drab as lore. As it,
1: and unimaginative and yeah. dark as it was. Uh, like the lighting it's it's just dark yeah. and you don't see shit. uh but <laughs> that's my summary for beast machines <laughs> it's dark and you can't see
0: shit. um uh it actually uh, i watch it on dvd on my 4k blu-ray player that uh on my 4k tv i am not i'm not this isn't me like flexing or anything but I, I actually have a point Uh there's actually a point to me pointing mentioning this
1: my Um, blacks are true blacks things don't look that dark to me
0: (laughs) well my 4k blu-ray player it uprezzes the uh the dvd to 4k it actually does a pretty good job uh i was watching reboot dvds the other day with uh lady glitch um and uh that show actually also looks pretty good, like up-res to 4K. So my Blu-ray player does a pretty good job up-resing. Uh, it also uh, auto... It also forces Dolby Vision onto mm-hmm. uh, uh, discs that don't originally support it. Uh, and Dolby Vision, like, um, makes colors a lot more vivid. It makes uh, uh, blacks, blacker, etc., etc. So, like I said, I wasn't trying to flex about like the technology that i have the point is is um beast machines is actually quite uh it looks a hell of a lot better if i watch my dvd than Mm. if i'm just watching it on tubi interesting yeah um (laughs) anyway yeah this was a this was a boring episode this was an episode where i actually like paused twice to see how much time was left because i was just
1: not into it the first time i paused it was halfway through and i'm like half of the episodes over already nothing's happened yeah uh yeah overall basically this was a filler episode that's trying to string things together but it doesn't and it just comes to the conclusion that they have to attack megahead but like siege said listeners like i mean duh Yeah,
0: like, where (laughs) where the fuck else would the Sparks be at this point? They'd be inside Megahead. Like, it just, it seems so obvious. Anyway, this, this is a bunk episode, and it's, um... It's kind of disappointing because uh last week's episode I think was my favorite episode of season 2 so far. I know you and uh, Lady Glitch who guest hosted were a little less enthusiastic about it as I was,
1: but uh These Machines I, is a Yo-Yo. It's I,
0: I gave that episode a too much energy on and this week I the the episode that follows it is not enough energy on. So because I liked last week's episode so much uh, this episode was all that more disappointing because it was following up a great episode.
1: The trick is to have no expectations. No. <laughs> uh,
0: that is that is my motto in life, or lowered expectations. <laughs> the power of positivity through
1: lowered expectations. If you have no expectations, then you can never be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
0: uh, yeah, that... Uh, that about that's does us, it folks. That about does it folks. Uh best way to support the show, uh go to patreon.com/lasercom, l a lasercomb, c o m b. $5 and up tier, you get uh uh hours each and every week of bonus preamble audio of us kind of shooting the shit before we start recording the show's proper. You also get a monthly ish commentary track. There are currently 7 of those out now. And you get a uh 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 a show that's doesn't really have a regular schedule, but it's called uh, uh, What Are You Watching, where we kind of just talk about uh, stu- newer stuff that we're currently watching. Uh, at the $10 tier, you get our uh, news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. You also get uh, uh, to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our podcast called The Lasercomb Podcast. Uh, we've done several Patreon sponsored shows. Uh, of that podcast so far and it's been a wild and fun ride so go and check that out laser uh, patreon.com slash laser comb or you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash laser or on twitter you can follow the show proper at too much on or you can follow me at laser uh cal they can follow you at at NeoCal. n-e-o cal, underscore k-a-l very weirdly enough, I have lost uh 34 Twitter followers in the past week, and I don't know why.
1: It's uh, but you, but I, I what spicy you, thing did you put? Wait, no, you, you. It's actually been really mild. It's yeah. been less spice. Yeah, there's barely been any spice.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I've lost
1: 34 Twitter followers in the past week, and I'm like, oh. It's one if it's like three or four because people are like, oh, he doesn't post enough, or oh, I only follow him for Transformers stuff and he posts too many selfies. But 34? 34 is like, you know, you got a hot take on abortion. <laughs> you decide to share it with the world.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what it was. Like it and it it doesn't seem to be motivated by anything I tweeted. Um, yeah, it's weird.
1: Anyway, uh that's yeah. like 75% of my <laughs> Twitter followers. I also don't follow a lot of people and there's a lot of the more people you follow, the more they tend they can follow back and interactivity right. and I'm like kind of low key. I post the odd meme and photo of deer now and then. Yeah. That's my uh, most interacted with tweet. <laughs> the, the picture of deer using a crosswalk. Wow. Well, besides one particular thing that I accidentally stole. Yeah, besides besides
0: the meme that you uh, uh, ripped off from someone, stole because, and claimed as my intellectual property. Because you're a filthy cunt, according to one a,
1: one guy. A filthy thieving. Oh, a filthy thieving. Cunt. Let, let us not <laughs> let us not forget the most important descriptor there. <laughs> Uh I think we talked about it on the show. Uh we, uh, we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and I gained like a few few followers from that yeah. weird <laughs> from that weird Twitter drama.
0: Uh we'll be That's back enough for
1: me, folks.
0: Uh we'll be back next week with uh Spark War part three. The siege.
1: This my siege! episode of And Much you know what? I,
0: I feel like this is gonna be hype. I, I hope it is. I I really hope. But like I said last week, I'm like, watch it, watch it end up being like
1: the worst episode of the series. No,
0: <laughs> no, because I think we just watched it this week. Yeah. So it
1: sounds like you haven't watched these coming episodes in like years.
0: Uh, yeah, I watched through Beast Machines once in uh, with my roommate at the time in 2008.
1: Okay, so we're both going uh, into this
0: i i watched a torrent that i downloaded on my 13-inch macbook <laughs> that i bought for school
1: and High so there all stuff <laughs> and so
0: th- there was me and my roommate just like uh like sitting on our living room floor like staring in 2008 staring at my like 13-inch like macbook uh watching beast machine as one day drinking in 2008 <laughs> <laughs> and, and drinking like rum and coke <laughs> uh Uh, Yeah. Anyway, that'll be uh, next week, uh, episode seventy-eight of Too Much Energy. On, keep an eye out for that. And uh, till then, I've been one of your hosts, The Siege. I'm your other host, Neo Cal. And until next time, I am transformed. I am
1: Spartacus. I so long, folks. Bye.